I gotta tell you, you were closer than I was expecting. <laughs> It's that time again, time for another Hey, I've Got an Idea show, and that there, that's my brother, Mason, the Javelin fan, Williams. And that over there is my brother, Luke, the Javelina Williams. Yes, and together we are going to Javelin ourselves some great new, that's a verb, right? I can, yeah, one, yeah, one Javelins, no, one Javels. Javel is very good, actually. Mm. They javel themselves a new Olympic sport. Fuck yeah. Which is, that's what we're going to make. This suggestion it from is. Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. And Luke, we've already done a sport. That's true. This is going to be even better than that. Okay, but what what separates a sport from an Olympic sport, Luke? Well, it's 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 the Olympics, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that yeah, part? okay. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. But what uh, what do you think would disqualify this from like not being an Olympic sport versus if we just made a sport? Like, like what is the Olympics specifically looking for here? I yes. think, yes, that the Olympics like it when all the different countries do the thing. Okay, so, so it's got to be something that conceivably anyone from any country could do. Or you can't have something conceivably, that's, yes. like you can only train for it at this one location. Yeah, like it can't be such a specialty sport that you can only do it if you're like at, you know, on fresh water or something. Yeah, or, or something that or, can only be done if you're jumping down from like mountain high altitudes. Right, like some special stadium that it has can only be like only exists in one place or something like that you can't do that yeah and i I'm guess gonna say it's it's something that must uh showcase athletic prowess it's going to be not something that's based on like randomness or chance so much we want something that we can point to it and say you succeeded in this because you're the best of the best hmm. i think I mean, one thing that comes to mind is those Olympic, Olympic, athletic, Olympic. Hmm. I see. I see what I've done. Uh those Olympic athletes. You know what they're doing all the time? Boning. Fucking. Yep. They all bang. And you know, I gotta understand why they would do that. Sure. They're under a lot of pressure. Absolutely. They're all fit AF. Granted. They're all put in one space in, a, in their own little village. They all got one thing in common. They're Olympic athletes. Well, now, here's here's the thing. is I'm thinking they're going to be boning after the event. Like, win or lose, you either want consolation boning or you want congratulation boning. Nobody's boning the night before the big event. 
I think that's possible. I think they're boning all the time that they're not performing. Okay. Um, you, actually, you know what I would like to see? This is my antidote to war, okay? Oh, what man. if, like, instead it's... of going to war, two countries are like, oh, we got this disputed territory. You want to put it up to whichever one of us gets more medals this year. Oh, shit. That's wild. That's that could just solve all the all the things. Hey, can I uh, can I just tell you a little bit of my Eurovision experience real quick? Because it's pretty oh, Eurovision. pretty relevant to this thing. So tell me, tell me, Mason, legitimately, tell me everything that you know about Eurovision right now. Okay, so bunch of countries. Yes. Primarily in Europe. Yes. Each have musical act or acts mm-hmm. and they perform for each other mm-hmm. and the winner wins Europe. <laughs> they get the Iron Throne and they <laughs> control all of Westeros. I gotta tell you, you were closer than I was expecting. Because <laughs> I was worried you were gonna be like, then whoever wins gets to continue to see. <laughs> Hence the vision. Part. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, my dude, you think Olympic athletes are boning. What do you think these professional artists, like, mm. they've got to be boning down between numbers. Mm. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about how this, how this goes, because it's, kind of, it's kind of wild. Okay? Okay. So there's like 50 something eligible countries, which is a quarter of them. So that's fucking wild. Okay, okay. is it all Europe or do we have like one person who showed up? Uh there are some outliers. Uh nice. so for example, uh Australia uh is allowed to participate. There's rules within that uh you know, allow them to do it. So basically, uh there's this broadcast union that if you're paying a fee and broadcasting uh Eurovision, every year then you can are are eligible to participate but there's some that are uh, are non-participant but still part of the union like for example Canada cuz we on our like omni 1 channel will right. air it uh but we're just like completely on the wrong side of the planet well we're uh we're we're in the commonwealth i i imagine that might play into it too yeah um, yeah, yeah ju- just basically the rule is America can't come. It, it's right. sort of like soccer. It's like everybody gets to play this, but America, you're doing your football thing. Go do it over there. Mm. So basically it plays out like this. Okay. There's the, like your two semifinal days and that'll be like, okay, one's on Tuesday, one's on Thursday and the grand finale on Saturday or something like that. Right. Yeah. And they pare it down from four. 40, I think it was 41 eligible countries. And then it's just down to the final 26. Now the show proper is they announce, they announce that like you can listen to these songs ahead of time to learn like all of how they're going to sound because they perform the same thing all through it. Uh, and live performance is required. They cannot pre-record. They can have all the like if instrumentation. If you really vanilla this, you are out. Exactly. And uh, if you want to play an instrument during, totally fine. But, like, you don't have to have a band playing or whatever. Um, Hilariously enough, they used to have it be, like, an orchestra. 
Uh, but How they... fucking stone cold would you have to be just rolling up like one dude with an acoustic guitar? Uh, he somebody did that and almost went to like they were like fifth or something. Damn. So pretty good. So anyway, I final do. competitions like twenty six people. They'll announce the they'll announce the country. The person uh, then then there's this like YouTube rewind segment uh where it's them you know doing parkour uh, in the country and it was Isra- <laughs> Israel uh this time uh because they're the host country from who did it last year right okay uh they do the their performance they get to the end of the 26 songs then there's like basically the halftime show halftime show this year Madonna uh, okay now ha- hang the fuck on halftime show for sports music Halftime show for music should be sports. Should be sports. I gotta admit, you make a good point there. Uh, I mean, I've already listened to, like, apparently hours of singing. I don't want to listen to more singing. Fucking show me somebody doing the aforementioned parkour, and then we can get back to the music. Well, I will say this. The, that's So the first half is music. Then there's this halftime show thing. That halftime show is essentially the finale for the music because there's one song at the end for the winner, but the second half is just the voting. Okay. So uh, second half, every, every individual country does like a quick moment for their judge to be represented and they like do a little, little talk. Uh, but then like the, when the public vote comes in, the public vote completely just takes what all the like different judges from the different countries have done and fucks it all up because the, it's it counts like 50-50. So even if all of these different 40 countries all think Germany is the best singer, if you know, if the popular vote goes to Albania, well guess what? Last minute sweep, Albania rises to the top. Big upset, very tense, very exciting. Um, is there one like hyper patriotic dictatorship that just plays their own national anthem every year? And then everyone's like, no, we're not voting for you. They're like, what? It's the best song by definition. Dear leader said so. Not quite that, but there is lots of political stuff going on. And I, I got two very, very telling examples. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. One, one is that. Every year, two countries have an allegiance that they just vote for each other. <laughs> yes. Because you can't vote for yourself, but you basically, you have to, like, skew your points of, like, one point for this, two points for that, three points for them. And then it goes, like, you vote for ten countries, but it's, like, ten points for one, twelve points for your top pick, right? So it'll show the the main choices, but then also, and our twelve points goes to... Albania, woo! And then they show the reaction from the performer representing their country, right? Right. Okay. So popular votes, popular votes are coming in, and they're cutting to the individual countries when they read out how many extra points they get from the popular votes and where their final standing is, right? And all these countries that performed, they mostly did, you know, power ballads or pop hits or whatever. And Iceland is among them. And Iceland, God be Iceland. So okay. I've only seen two full full performances. Uh last year, same thing. They were fucking Vikings stomping around with their metal. And it's it's all valid. You know, you can sure. sing metal sure. screaming stuff, whatever. But this fucking 
It was like the the nihilists from uh, the Big Lebowski. They're just like <laughs> fucking like black leather spikes, like full goth makeup, stomping around this like leather Valdo rolls out of a cage, and like that's their performance, right? No. They're sitting on the couch, deadpan. Everybody else is celebrating. They're deadpan, like disinterested in the contest completely, right? Yeah, they gotta they gotta have the kayfabe. They gotta they gotta keep up the pretense that they don't give a shit. Yeah, they're the heels, right? Yeah. And again, mind you, host nation Israel. Uh huh. So the popular vote comes in, solidified. They're tenth. What do they do? Mm-hmm. Unfold scarves that say Palestine. <laughs> yes. And there's just, like, camera quickly cuts away to awkward hosts, and there's booing from the crowd and cheering, and it's like, oh my god. Yeah, it was a spectacle. Anyway, not an Olympic sport, but I had to share that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's hardcore. <laughs> yeah, again, not taking a particular stance here, just as far as stirring the pot goes, you don't get a bigger platform than that. Okay, okay, so coming back to the Olympics, Mm -hmm. there are Olympic sports that have an artistic element. I'm thinking there's the rhythmic gymnastics, there's the Mm -hmm. figure skating, right? That's that's true. Okay, so do we want to have an Olympic sport that shows off athletic prowess? That's the key. You got to be physically showing off your reflexes and your movements and your your nimbleness, but do we want to make it? some sort of group thing because the only uh the only group is like couples figure skating i want to have some sort of group dance performance fucking cheerleading bring in cheerleading uh as a as an aesthetic athletic performance you have to do gymnastics as a group can we just do group gymnastics well, I gotta say, cheerleading does sound like a pretty decent fit. Like, I, if cheerleading is not part of the Olympics, I don't know why. Because it's not like it's not competitive, and it's not yeah. like it's not, you know, fully, uh, you know, a, a sport people train for. I fully believe that. Like, it's absolutely flips and rhythmic. Cheer. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. And then, as far as the team sport part of it goes, I mean, synchronized swimming is a thing that's com- competed. In the oh Olympics, right. right, synchronized swimming. I completely forgot about that. So that's if that's a thing, I just do it on land. No, why? Yeah, like I don't know why there aren't more group dance things. Because I mean, admittedly, they sort of have some of their own contests. But I mean, then how did synchronized swimming get in? I, I mean, that's in a pool, so I guess there's like a sport part. And to I kind of want to blame institutional misogyny, but like again figure skating and uh, synchronized swimming are already kind of coded female and also like that's really only that cheerleader culture misogyny thing is really only a thing in certain countries like you would think other countries would be like yeah group gymnastics why not i i truthfully don't know you know what did we nail it in one no i i want a little more information i'm gonna actually ask uh, ask schmoogle on this one all right Hey, Schmoogle, is cheerleading in the Olympics? On the website bbc.co.uk, they say, In 2019, three years after being granted provisional Olympic status by the IOC, cheerleading will be able to apply to become part of the full Olympic Games sports program. Huh, did you catch all that? 
So, uh, so we we're just ever so slightly too late, but it is going to be upcoming. It's it's more that they have just now received the option to apply. So, uh, I mean, more power you, you to know, you, cheerleaders. You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say we're in the zeitgeist. Yeah, pretty much. It's like things are set in motion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good well, we for We got to come up with something y'all. else because that's already coming. Pretty so. much, yeah. Okay, well, what's something that is equally rhythmic? And shows off and your, showy. Your, your dancey, you know, charisma, like, hey, let's let's put on a performance kind of thing, but at the same time is athletic. Because it's the athletic part that's tripping me up, because I was going to say, like, drum drumming okay, right so or... we can we can do, well i mean Tycho's pretty uh pretty physical yeah um but but no okay so we've got gymnastics on the land we've got uh synchronized swimming in the water we've got uh oh, 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 ice oh. skating on the ice it, you got you got yeah you got your ice your water your land but not the air <laughs> yeah so you know what there aren't any synchronized oh Dude, have you seen like synchronized diving where like people are falling out of a plane? They're like doing formations before yeah, they pull the parachute. Of course, but I think that there's an unfortunate missing component from that. Is that as a spectator sport, your yeah, Olympic you can't sport really get is the bleachers probably, up there. Yeah, they'd have to be real tall, mm. and then you're also just only getting like split second of them falling past no 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 no, my dude have you seen this thing where you're like in a in a wind tunnel thing and it's blowing you up okay where it's it's the basically indoor like skydiving yeah indoor skydiving it's definitely a, a thing uh yeah, i know pe- synchronized skydiving and you gotta do it to a to a, a a dance routine yeah yeah i know some people who have done it i have not done it but i know where to do it and unfortunately if it wasn't for the fact that it's like a hundred bucks to do it i probably could have done it by now which that's a bummer man it's like just let me just fuck off let me use your fucking fan like (laughs) you just turn it on and off like you're not uh, i don't actually know that i'm somebody might be like crunching the numbers and being like it costs us thirty dollars to turn it on <laughs> yeah no it's got to be using a lot of power oh yeah okay uh so so i have i have an alternate <laughs> i have an alternate idea that's really dumb but if you'll entertain um, me i am all for it hit me with that dumbness okay so it's it's rhythmic gymnastics but it's competitive and you've got one person or possibly a group of people and they're trying to do their routine but the other team is throwing nerf balls at them to try and fuck them up. <laughs> and they have to artistically dodge because if you get tagged, like you're out. So you have to artistically adapt and dodge and look like you're doing it like really sophisticated on purpose. But the other team is like throwing nerf balls at your head. As much as I want to say uh that that's dumb i think you might be onto something but it's just a little too safe i uh, just <laughs> okay. gotta crank that intensity up a little bit all right so you have you have the sports compete against each other a little bit uh-huh. right so you got uh you've got like, the rifles from the triathlon <laughs> i was gonna say greenland is up there doing their uh <laughs> doing their rhythmic gymnastics uh-huh 
However, uh, Australia, just off off the stage, is doing archery. <laughs> the archery, and then you got like Jamaica comes in and they're throwing javelins. Yeah, you got Brazil show throws up and they're throwing shot put at you. Yeah, it's uh, you know what? I could see a fun little like a, a party game, like a video game party game, where. You're picking between the different characters, and it's like a battle, you know, like a multi-person battle game. Where it's just like Joe versus the Olympians. Yeah, pretty much. And then, like, you pick who you want to be. Somebody gets to be Joe. Oh, oh my Joe, god. Joe I, is just a commentator. I, I, I did have this, this concept earlier, uh, because, of course, you know, a lot of the original Olympic events are based on the ancient Greeks. Like, you have right. the Marathon, which is based on running to the city of Marathon. You right. have, like, wrestling, like they used to do, nude and oiled up. You right. have, like, all those other uh, shot put discus that's all based on ancient Greek stuff. Well, right. you know what's an ancient Greek thing that they haven't used? Greek fire. Just have competitive flamethrower. Sorry, what's this now? Greek fire? Yeah, yeah. No, that was a thing back in the ancient times. Like, they don't actually have the formula for how it worked, but uh, there's records that uh, the ancient Greeks had Greek fire. Like throwing fire. Like like they had a big fake mouth, dragon mouth thing, and they would, like, have a flamethrower. Yeah. That's pretty fun. I didn't know the Greeks had flamethrowers. You heard it here, folks. Greek Greek fire. fire. That okay, um, I don't know if there's too much to do with the flame throwing. You know what I mean? Okay, well, I mean, other than getting the hell out of the way, or like you, you got to use the flame thrower. You got to you know set these targets on fire, but not those ones. Hmm. Like if you if you had a bunch of paper targets lined up, and there's a bunch of red ones and a bunch of blue ones, and you have to set the red ones on fire, but not the blue ones. How confident are you? That you could do that within a time limit. I gotta say, that sounds kind of challenging. But yeah, I don't know. Okay, let's let's uh, let's get to the innovating here. Um, okay, what can we do for a sport that hasn't been done that would be enough of a fit in the Olympics that they would be good to go with it? I'm pretty sure I heard one of the latest additions was going to be like speed climbing. You seen that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta do the uh, the the climbing up walls and cliffs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But like rock fast, climbing. like you see regular rock climbers, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. They, everybody is just on easy mode because these people will scale a, ma- a wall in like I said, scale a mall, which is a different sport. Uh, scale a wall in like that 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 same wall that took someone like. 10 minutes to go up they'll do it in like 32 seconds well now is the wall design a secret or do they know this is a specific wall design i where feel they like it's are, i feel like it's a known it's arrangement a known okay. because i don't know how you're supposed to do speed run strats without that fair enough and yeah the confidence level that they would have to have to get that fast because mind you, I'm sure they're very used to what goes wrong if you miss. You you know the the safety ropes just save you and you're fine. So there's no real risk. So they just give. But it's like it's like essentially comparing distance running to sprinting. 
I remember the first time I did rock climbing. Uh, This was like years and years and years ago at some sort of camp or something. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand that those ropes were safety ropes that are only there to catch you if you fall. And as I was going up, I was like, come on, pull me harder. And like, I assumed that they were going to help me up. And I'm just supposed to like touch the wall as I go. What do you want to make? What do you want to make? Okay. Rhythmic. Uh, I like parkour. Parkour. Everybody loves parkour. Uh, There's some they, stuff. Jump off it. How about like uh, jumping through hoops? Like you got a bunch of hula hoops set up and there's this obstacle course and you basically have to run through and it's much like slalom where you have to pass through the gates. But with this one, there's hoops and maybe the hoops are in weird locations or they're they're up high. And you can take whatever route you want through this obstacle course, but you have to pass your body through each of these hoops. Hoops, you say? Hoops, I say. We got a standardized obstacle course. There's ramps. There's pillars. There's all kinds of things like that. We got hula hoops set up all throughout it. Some you have to jump to be able to get to. Some of them you got to get down and crawl through. But you've got to get through all of the hoops, and you can do it in whatever order but just run through the hoops. Hoops, you say? Hoops, I do say. Yes, hoops. Are you stuck up on the hoops? Do you have problem? Do you need me to describe a hoop? No, I know what a hoop is. I don't know what to do with them. You go through them. Oh, okay, that's true. That's a good point. Okay, that is so, what you so, do with the hoop. I, I want you to picture, Luke, I've got a hula hoop. I'm okay. holding the hula hoop I'm pe- out. I'm, I'm holding it. it right straight. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I'm, uh, can I can I play in this like imagination space? What do we want to get out? Uh, get our really... holodeck bot. Uh, we we don't we don't have to do that yet. That just okay. I I wanna I wanna I wanna play through this space. Okay, yeah, hold hold it out. Okay, I'm holding hold out this hula hoop. I'm holding uh, it out, uh, out uh, arms length. Uh, it doesn't taste very good. Okay. I'm holding it at arm's length. I want you to jump through the hoop. Just do a right. front somersault through go. this hoop. And uh, okay, you you have thrust your left arm through the hoop, <laughs> and uh, you're gonna need the rest <laughs> of your body. You want me out, the rest of me come through this thing? I, I need your head, and then your other All arm. Right. And Le- then left, left arm is through. Neck is through. Wrapped around the top. Yeah, and now just up and over. Right leg around the outside. Nope, need you to go <laughs> go on through. Just hop, give it a little hop. Hopping on the left foot. All right, I can't, I can't hold you up. <laughs> I can't hold you up. Okay, the hoop is buckling. The hoop is just sustain your weight. I'm just going to give you a hug. Hi. <laughs> Olympics. It's nice. You D- win gold for Canada. I'm I am the best one at hoop. Uh you you you're the best at hugs. You get a gold medal for hugs. For hugging me, your brother, and we love Yay. you. Yay. Okay. Yes. How about we hug our way to some water? Competitive water drinking? Competitive water drinking. I'm gonna win. I, I doubt that very much. I'm okay. going I'm going to die. I I I can drink a a liter of water faster than you can. Prove it. Uh, okay, I will. Okay, let's go.
Hello, dear listeners, and thank you for listening to this episode 15 of Season 3, an Olympic sport. The water cooler segment is a quick break, so I can tell you a few things you might not know, as well as update you on Mason and eyes and eyes? Our individual creative endeavors that we uh, uh, look with our eyes to make. So, and also our ears. You know what? Just let's. Here's the thing. Mason is Tailstake at Tailstake on Twitter. He does the webcomic Forward at forwardcomic.com. He also does the art for Roll the Save at rollthesavecomic.com. Check both those out. Also, does he do anything else? You betcha he does. You should check out his Patreon. See all the wonderful, wild, and crazy things that he does. Patreon.com slash Tailstake. I am less ashamed, less ashamed on Twitter. Check out Careful Consideration, my YouTube series on, on YouTube. You can look for Luna's Queer Puzzle on YouTube for the first episode, and I'm going to make more soon. I'm also working on a mashup album with more information coming any day now, as well as some other podcasts that are going to be coming too. If you want to do any kind of ad swap or promotion, or if you do a podcast yourself, you want to talk to me, go ahead. Hit up show at gmail.com. Also, Here's this is new. This is brand new, brand spanking new from today. You got a suggestion for something we should invent? Why don't you check out show.com and head to submit your suggestion? That's right. There's a form online that will let you submit a suggestion anytime you want. You can still tweet at us, but this is just a little bit better for refining uh, your suggestion for what we can do. So that's show.com Submit your suggestion. That's all for now. We'll get back to the action. Last I heard, we didn't even really have much of anything yet. Maybe, maybe we'll maybe we'll get on to something in a second. Here we go. So, uh, Olympics. We. Uh, what is the purpose of the Olympics? The purpose of the Olympics. You know what? I'm gonna ask. Uh, I'm gonna ask Schmoogle again because I want to know what comes to mind. When someone just says, hey, Olympics, what? Yeah, like if somebody had never heard of the Olympic Games, what's the elevator pitch for why they should exist? What's the elevator pitch for the Olympics? You know, like the the biggest thing that we do as a world population. I've just shown up from an alternate dimension, exactly the same as our dimension, but my dimension has no Olympic Games. I want you to tell me why they're a good thing. So the the alien, the alien species comes comes in and is like, "Oh shit! Like your planet's not doing so hot. Are you gonna, you guys gonna do something about that?" It's like, yeah, but we can't actually all agree on pretty much anything, and we can't even really get everybody together in the same room that they'll fight. And I'd be like, okay, but you do this sports thing. You like you you throw stuff and and you move around in weird ways. Y'all do that pretty pretty globally. It's like yeah, because because we all want to beat each other at stuff, really. And so that we unite on that, but not the not the whole saving the planet thing. I mean, why would that be more important? This is another bummer topic, isn't it? Yeah, no, you're you're kind of taking it in a bummer direction on purpose because you're a cynical millennial. Like, can we please okay make we need to operate under the assumption that the Olympics are good? Okay, here we go. We are inventing an Olympics, Luke. We need That's, to operate we're not, under the assumption okay, no, no, that they're good. We're, we're not inventing an Olympics. We're inventing a single Olympic sport. We are inventing one milli Olympic. 
Okay. Hey, Schmoogle. What's the Olympics? According to Wikipedia, the modern Olympic Games or Olympics are leading international sporting events featuring summer and winter sports competitions in which thousands of athletes from around the world participate in a variety of competitions. No real surprises there, but it did highlight something that we have not yet addressed. Summer or winter. Summer and winter We're on the separation. same page. Do we want to make a summer game or a winter game? I want both. Fuck you! No, maybe think about it. Okay. Summer, we do like peanut butter. If we're, uh, I, this is, this is going to be like my, uh, I'm giving you a prompt here. Okay. Okay. We, we can't do summer. a peanut butter based game because some people are allergic, Luke. Okay. So summer, we do a butter. Some people are vegan. Ah, God damn it. Okay. So summer, we do an, Oil wrestling, wrestling, and then in the winter we do a uh, fish. No vegans, damn it. Uh, winter we do a fruit wrestling. Wrestling. I mean, I'm okay with wrestling in a substance. Like, if we could take the wrestling that already exists, or possibly boxing, and just put it in the pool, or on ice. that That's oh. how you do it, is you take, we'll just take boxing, uh, or wrestling, and we'll, for the summer event, it's in the pool, for the winter event, it's on the ice rink. Okay. I got a new- <laughs> I basically described hockey fights. Yeah, kinda. Okay, what if- Okay, so what hockey if... fights is now the new winter Olympic sport. What if- Wrestling. Yes. Rhythmic. Hard to pull off. Yes. But if it was a little bit of struggle, but a lot of bit of rhythmic. Know what I'm saying? Capoeira. Yeah, but the no. No. Well, I mean, that's the thing, right, is judo and karate are Olympic sports, so we just get bring in uh, other martial arts. Hmm. What's, what's, a, what's a martial art that isn't in the Olympics? They got fencing. Oh, 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 I've got it. I've yeah, got what? a martial art of a sort that is rhythmic. Speed bag. Speed bag. Okay, so the bag's got a sensor in it. And the challenge is not hit it really hard. The challenge is how many times can you hit it in a minute? Yes. No. Wait, I got another idea. Okay. You remember the last one of the last challenges on Survivor. I don't know about like I the many uh, reality Survivor TV recently, is not but... my friend, Luke. It is not okay. a friend to humanity and therefore I, it is not I my will, friend. I will admit that I pretty much only watched like the first two seasons of Survivor. But I distinctly remember what the first challenge, sorry, the last challenge of the first season of Survivor was. Was there like an Icelandic guy who was real disaffected and then when he failed the immunity challenge, he like advocated for Palestine? No, this was the final three, final three contestants. Were they Icelandic? No. Had to, uh, there were these like platforms uh-huh. That were only like they're just basically stumps around a pole. Okay. And they had to reach out. And they had to touch the pole. 
Love touching poles. And then every half hour, shit, they just rotate one platform to the to the right. Okay. And first person to stop touching the pole lost. They were out. And then So you want to introduce an endurance Olympic sport. Something that takes hours and is not a challenge of strength or dexterity or charisma, but a challenge of constitution. I mean, I'm not particularly interested in watching the first, oh, couple of hours of that. Yeah, because that's one of the other unspoken qualifications we need to have of an Olympic event is it's got to be good to be televised. Yeah, but the highlight reels, right? Like, people will be watching for the highlight reel. And then, like, some people would enjoy watching that kind of thing. Like, some people would have eyes like hawks to be, like, ready to blow the whistle the second that someone, like, didn't make contact or whatever. Okay, so and... here's here's my issue, Luke. Here's my issue. Okay. We all know that professional sports, and especially Olympic sports, are a cavalcade of circus freaks. Uh, you got your Michael Phelps okay. who don't produce a lactic acid and their right. arms are eight feet long. Right. You got like your tiny little Russian gymnasts who are like two pounds and can jump a hundred feet in the air. Like yeah. there's going to be some medical freak who's like, I don't sleep or get tired and I'm just going to hold on to this thing for four straight days. Like, and how they do we, will find their purpose. How do we deal with that person? We don't have to. It's fine if they exist. Then, then, then all you need is two of them and you got a good show. Okay. All right. So here's here's basically what I'm thinking about with this one too. As as an Olympic thing that is starting out indie, you know, it'd be like pitching this as an Olympic sport and then they'll be all like, oh, no. Like that's, you know, that this doesn't meet this qualification or that qualification or whatever. Right. And then these uh, competing indie pole touchers, they just be like, all right, well, we're going to do it anyway. And they just do it in the parking lot. Oh. And then it sort of becomes a tradition because the thing is fucking two weeks long. I, I can't fucking believe it just occurred to me. Luke. What? You literally do a sport that could be added to the Olympics. Axe throwing. Yeah, no, I know, I know. That's That's been in the back of my head a little bit. But How did that not occur to me until just now? I'm a th- moron. There's no reason for axe throwing to be in if something like darts is not. Wait, so, darts isn't? Darts is not an Olympic sport. Darts is on ESPN, much like poker is on ESPN. Uh, Maybe but... the idea is you have to use more strength than darts because darts is just like little itty bitty finger. Although they do have shooting with the well, but that's still got the uh, the cross country skiing. So yeah, no, I mean maybe the issue is is you need to engage more than from the elbow down. You need. To I mean, the, the truth is is that it's a little bit arbitrary, right? Yeah. Like much in the same way that like just some of the Eurovision stuff I was looking up has to do with like who pays into the broadcast union and like 
they completely revamped how all of the voting works and now it's 50% like all that kind of stuff. It's completely arbitrary that cheerleading wasn't in until like this year. Yeah. Yeah. And when it does get in, not gonna lie, that's gonna be interesting because like what do the first Olympic level cheerleading acts look like? Like they get an aesthetic component of like, okay, we're the first ones. We got to bring some Olympic level game. Bring that heat. That's going to be like this whole other thing. Like take your most disjointed people and like put them at the front and have them just do something that no one else can do. And you already are going to like, I don't fucking know. I don't it's know how you gonna win. It's basically going to be the fastball special from X-Men, like Colossus yeah. throwing Wolverine. That, yeah. but teenage girls. I mean, yeah, man. I don't know. It's wild. It's, I don't know what the winning cheerleading entry is going to look like. But um, World War Four will be fought with sticks and stones. Yeah. The other thing that's kind of fascinating to think about is that do you remember when the cheerleader trope was the like you know the ditzy girlfriend of the of the football player and yeah like, that's that's sort of like basically everything from revenge of the nerds it's a stereotype that's a couple of decades out of date but like it still has currency with people for some reason yeah and just something that i've sort of observed of like the fitness world in general is you cannot get to an upper level and especially not like the upper echelon of uh of like you know olympic level performance without not only a mental fortitude and a discipline that is in you know insane but also you got to know what you're fucking doing you got to like be intelligent about what you're doing so nobody is ditzy if they're getting thrown three stories in the air yeah if you're a ditz you're going to fucking die yeah so that trope was just not accurate it never was i mean i'm yeah. sure 30 years ago when maybe it wasn't as extreme but even still anyway that's uh, that like so figure a stereotype was inaccurate. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know they made them that way, but here we are. I've I've been I've been here with my head in the sand. Yep. In the in the hoop. I I did the hoop. Remember when I did the hoop? <laughs> yeah, that was uh that was funny. Do you want do you want another hug? Uh I I would like a hug actually. Okay. Here's a hug. What are, what are we what what are we gonna do? What did we do? Na- okay, well, see, here's the thing. I'm hugging you now. Yeah. Uh, this Olympic. is our endurance challenge. The first one to let go loses. Oh, okay. So we're gonna be like this for a while now. I see. Okay, that's yeah, that's good. Now, one. here's the thing: is I can't. It, there are forbidden locks, so I can't okay. like grab my own wrist. That's right. That's not allowed. So they're watching for that. So but psychological I, th- warfare. Yeah. No, I can I can like lick your ear to try to make you let go. That's Okay, well I, I just started peeing. Oh, oh yeah, no, that's what that is. In your pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just Just my brother peed my pants. Yeah. Well that's <laughs> while you were while you weren't looking at the beginning of the hug, I just quickly tucked my ween. <laughs> You into your, your pants. into my pants, 
which uh, I'm surprised <laughs> the judges didn't catch it, but uh, I well, mean, it is what it is. It's a sleight of hand thing. Yeah. And and here we are. Okay, well, now, see, I do have an advantage because uh, I am nibbling your hair right now. My hair. And it's just... Mm. I want it to stay. No, no, I'm getting it follicle by follicle. It's actually oh. technically allowed because I'm not touching your skin. I'm not but, a fan of this. Mm. Just one follicle at a fucking time, and it's just ah, no. it is getting in my teeth like it's caught between my teeth. That's this very is not annoying. a succulent snack you've chosen. Mm. It's not great. I'm not a fan of the taste of this product that you're using. It's not. Um, you should not. You, you know what else you should not do? What's that? This. You should uh, not eat hair. Uh-huh. Anyone else's hair, in general. Okay. Just okay. General life rule. Now. This this prolonged hug, we do have to remain standing. So if one of us falls over, we're disqualified. So we do need to remain standing, even though I've been eating yep. your hair and you've been peeing in my pants. I uh, I am still standing, but uh, I have just sort of tipped you over into a dip. <laughs> uh, but I am, like, maintaining my core muscles. I will not fall down. I, I mean, will not that's... fall down. That's just uh that's just cheating, isn't it? I, like if I if I dip you you've got like it's it, it's not like an arm wrestle. This is very uncomfortable, but I have hooked my foot around one of your feet and <laughs> I'm just sort of trying to lift your foot off the ground. I see you you're not going to get it. And I mean this is this is not wrestling because we are locked in one long bear hug. <laughs> you cannot let go of the of the hug. That's the Right. Okay. Okay, I'm going to pee again. I you got a lot of pee in you. <laughs> I, well, there, I was I, the first pee was a little while ago. This your your penis is still in my pants. Two. That's it's wild dipping in there. You. I know. It's wild. I wish my penis was in your pants, but my penis is also in my pants. So um maybe I can use that to my advantage somehow. This like, was I, a, <laughs> this is another sleight of hand bit. Yeah. Actually, while you weren't looking, you know where your penis is. Where? Where's my penis? It's in your ass. God damn it. <laughs> the judges. Bazinga. Did you pay off the judges? They really should have caught that. Yeah. Oh, I can't All believe right. my dick's in my ass. <laughs> what a dirty tactic. That's a very dirty tactic. I mean, literally, there's there's bacterial contamination risk. But, I mean, this is kind of what you expect in the Olympic Village. Is everybody just kind of fucking themselves? Fucking themselves and being covered in their brother's piss. That one less so, I think. Hey, do you want to... You don't think Olympic athletes have their siblings come to the Olympic Village to pee on them? Do you want to... Do you want to... Do you want to do the end? I just want to do the hugging. I think hugging we've... I think... Combat hugging. You're thinking of hugging... We've nailed it. As an Olympics... Okay, maybe. I mean... How I mean, do we it's make it a sport? A pole. I mean, one could argue anyway. It's it's just basically wrestling, but without quite so much moving around. It's just you lock into a bear hug and you try to like not fall down. Oh, I've got it. How about hula hooping? While hugging as, for as long as possible. Hula hooping is very good. Uh, I mean, somebody has that record. Some asshole. 
has like hula hooped well, for there's like a lot 30 of hours straight. Stupid Guinness Book of World Records. There's Guinness Book of World Records shit for like pogo sticking, but I don't think we want to have that. I mean, this is something that's kind of intriguing too. Is the world pennies in your nose? The Guinness. There could essentially be a Guinness Book of World Records uh, category that is a, an Olympic sport category, and everybody just tries to beat their time every year on the world stage, right? Like that's essentially all that it is. The two. The Venn diagram between Guinness Book of World Records and Olympic sport, there's plenty of overlap. Granted. Right? Like, because the fastest this, the fastest that, there's plenty of physical feats of uh, whatever that, uh, you know, there's that overlap. And so maybe we just borrow from the Guinness Book of World Records and we say, like, you know, eating contests at the Olympics. I mean, I would like to see competitive eating at the Olympics. Like, that's fine for me. I guess. I don't I don't know what else to do. I mean, we hugged. We did the thing with the hoop. Now we want to see eating. Uh, you're fucking your ass. I okay, so here's, here's what we do. Here's what we do. We take all of the events that are unique events, and right. we put them together, and we call it a quadrathlon or whatever, however many events there are. Okay. So we got what do we got? We got the hugging. We got the, the obstacle course with the with the hoops. Obstacle course. We got competitive eating. Competitive eating. And what else? What else? It can't be triathlon, that's already a thing. We need a fourth thing. Did you say hugging? I did say hugging, but we could do hugging a second time. <laughs> do hugging again. Okay, so hugging, obstacle course. Oh no 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 no! Switch it around because we wanna we wanna do the eating before the obstacle course <laughs> because that'll suck so much more. So okay, we do the hugging, then we do the competitive eating, then we do the obstacle course with the hoops, then we're back to hugging. And by now, like you're covered in your own vomit because you just ate seventy two hot dogs and jumped through hoops until you puked on yourself. Now you gotta hug again. <laughs> no wait, I've got a way that we can make it a pentathlon. Oh, a pentathlon. Okay. Are we sure that isn't already a thing? First event is the cooking. Oh, you gotta you gotta cook <laughs> what you're gonna eat. Okay. No, even better. All right. You, co- you cook. <laughs> you cook for the other competitors. Oh my god. So you're cooking for them. Then you give them a hug. Then everybody eats. Then an obstacle course. And you pre- this is just a family reunion. Uh, I'm okay with that though, because you know what? That's what the Olympics are about—the uh, the familyhood of the human species. No, they're all fucking. <laughs> I was gonna say the brotherhood of man, but that's like gendered twice. So the family, uh, the family dynamics of the of humanity, and we are all just one big family. Real. Let's get sack races and shit in there. Do the egg in the teaspoon? Race, egg in the teaspoon. Maybe some capture the flag or something. I I would watch that oh, Olympic level capture the flag. Are you kidding oh, me? Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. That's that's already sounding pretty good. I I I think this is uh, this is just about uh, as far yeah, I as I can take this. This is the pentathlon. Oh, you know what? We didn't do the verdict for the last week either. No shit. Okay, so we need we need a verdict. Okay. Uh, how about Verdict. which which of these sports would you be best at? 
and just pick four of the things we said and just which of those would you win Olympic gold in? Which of those sports would you win Olympic gold? Everybody can be an Olympic athlete today. I want to be the best at hugging. Uh, I want to be the best at eating. Yeah, fair enough. You can cast your vote at HIGAI show. Just a reminder, if you want to submit a suggestion, you're totally able to do that now on our new form, HIGAI show, and then click on submit your suggestion there. Also, we got some suggestions from... Is this you? Oh, oh, you're going to me. Uh, Okay. Well, we got uh, we got a suggestion from my spouse. Okay. Uh, my beautiful wife Amber. She is A M B A A A R G H on Twitter. Also, yes. she uh, does the comic uh, Dan Mastery Adventures or DMFA at uh, yep. mid- anyway. Anyway, um, she has suggested that we do a movie, and uh, I know we've we've already done. Plenty of movies, Luke. We've done uh, rom-coms and action movies and horror movies and kung fu movies and so forth. But there's one genre of movie that is near and dear to our hearts. And uh, I think Uh you know what kind of movie that is. I don't don't know for sure. What what is it? Uh, Well, you, you, you know The Room. Oh, boy. We're we're gonna make a movie that's so bad it's good. So good bad movie. The just the worst fucking movie. Yes. All right, Amber. Thanks for that suggestion. Next week we will make a good bad movie, and we plan to have some more needlessly creative conversation. And until that next week, dear listeners, thumbs up, monorail eggplant. Good night, everybody. Good night. Yeah.